Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. We've changed the date and time for the summertime, and then we have our lovely office manager here behind the curtain. You can't see that curtain, so she may chime in every once in a while and tell me how wrong I am. That's what she does usually. <laughs> we call her the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. Um, so uh, I was gonna, I'm gonna do a podcast on a couple of philosophies, but we just gonna do a couple of things on customer service. So customer service, customer service is an interesting thing, right? We just talked to four people that told us how stupid we were, basically, which I get. You know, it happens. We're changing to a new, different online system. It's gonna take a little time for people to figure out. But eventually, look, it'll be easier for us and be easier for them. There'll be a mobile app for them to be able to sign up for classes and all that stuff, right? So people don't like change in general. The overall theme is people do not like change. They like things the way they were. And eventually, it'll be simpler for them. But right now, the change is just too much, and there's going to be glitches. A woman said she couldn't sign up. It took some time for her to get a, a log. It took, it took her an hour. I said, well, some people sign up in five minutes. So, you know, it's something you're going to have to deal with. But my overall theme with this is handling customer service. It's not a question of whether you're doing something right or wrong, which is part of it, too. But you have to be able to manage customer service. So describe that kind of scene, Santi, that was at the front desk um, right now. They kind of were, like, attacking they just, me. Uh, well, they first came up to me to ask a question, and then uh, and then you chimed in. Oh, I did? They, yeah, I guess. And then you, like... I tried to help, I guess. Yeah, you tried to help, and then they started attacking you. They all started talking over each other just to talk to you about how they can't sign up. How are we going to pay? Can we pay cash? Can we not pay cash? Sure. Is there a fee? Can I pay a credit card? What happens? Is there Venmo? Because this uh, is a perfect example of what we talked philosophically about when <clears throat> if I'm correct, but I handle it wrong, I still look bad. Right? So they had points, and they were very aggressive. But if I handled it yeah. and was very aggressive and, like, nasty and condescending, I'm wrong no matter what. Yeah. So customer service is how you handle the situation. They could be totally wrong. Yeah. But if I am a jerk, I'm wrong. And they had some valid points, and then some other ones weren't. Some of them, they were wrong and fine. But your job is to navigate that, educate the customer. Again, you're not supposed to be abused, but you got to let them do their thing, and you cannot react. When they want you to – once you react – it's like anything. It's like getting too defensive. You immediately, yeah. uh, they, people immediately assume you're wrong. So you have to be very careful in regards to your reaction with customer service. Um, <clears throat> so I was going to talk a little bit of philosophy of a growing business and what you need to do and how your philosophies need to be. So it's so funny how we talked about action last week. With a business, in life, a lot of people like to handle. A lot of people like to. I wrote down my notes, but I, I have it. I think I'll remember it if I can remember the three. Okay, here we go. Um, a lot of people like to have. These are the three A's. In life, people like to create awareness. Be aware of the situation. 
analyze the situation, and then take action. I think it's good for personal life. I don't think those three A's are good for a small business or business life. I think they need to be flipped around. I think you need to have awareness, you need to take action, and then you need to analyze. And they keep rinsing and repeating that. Because in a business, too many times, again, they're analyzing. Awareness, analyzing, awareness, analyzing, and no one makes a decision. Like the same thing. And no one knows <coughs> what decision will be successful. You have to make the decision, let it be wrong, and then make another one, and then make another one. So that's a big thing. You have to be able to be aware of what you want to start, right? So the awareness is key. You're aware of something. Hey, there's a white space here. This is in, People need this. People want this. People want a lesson. People want to buy this widget. People want to buy this... Uh, top for this water bottle or whatever. Then you take the action and then you analyze what you were doing. You can't analyze and get all this information and there's a perfect example. I was talking to a friend that, uh, you know, <clears throat> our neighbor that owns a, a rock climbing is the best. We're going to have him on the podcast. Gravity Vault's a great business. <clears throat> How He's got, a fr he's got a franchise system for corporate locations, very successful. Oh, he's the head honcho? Yeah. Oh, oh I don't know. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the I head thought, honcho. I thought they were just, yeah, we've known just each one of the locations. Yeah, we've known each other for 15 years when yeah, he yeah. started. This, this was the first his, one? His second location second. here. Yeah. But now he's got, I, I, I wouldn't know, I'd be misquoted. He's four probably got 10 or 15, 15? franchises and four corporate oh, locations. Yeah. And yeah. four corporate locations. Yeah. But he made a great point, and this is the great point about a business that you run, and he goes, you know, I, he's created most of his competitors, and we've had that happen to us too. And the reason why, and this is why I'm talking about when, and this is back to my point of analyzing too much. People walk into a small business that's successful, and they go, wow, I can do this. This is easy. <laughs> right? They go, oh, I just, but he has his franchise out in California, and the guy was, you know, I think he was, I forget. I can't remember. I, I'm going to screw up the story, but I think he was a Stanford MBA and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, I just thought I could turn the lights on, but this business is really hard. Mm -hmm. And the beauty about it is when you walk in here, people should think it's easy because they don't need to know all the work you have to go through. They want to come in here and say, oh, this is easy. Oh, Steve's always relaxed. This is always fun and this is no big deal. And they just, they just show up. Yeah. And that's what happens, and that's how you create competitors. Because people go into your club, uh, and they go, wow, I could do I this could better. Do this. Oh, this I could do this better. I could do this better. I could do this better. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, he makes it so easy. There's people here, and this guy's not that smart. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it, to make it look easy, right? to make yourself not look too smart, because you don't want to be a, a, a snoot about the whole thing. Right. But this guy who opened the franchise was like, boy, I'm really impressed with your business now. After, Because he did all the analytics. He studied everything. But then right. you have to actually take action yeah. and hire people, bring people in, take these employees. It's like, wait a minute. This is not easy at all. Yeah. How many people walked in here too? Oh, what is that? How much does this cost you? What do you do? This is easy. Yeah. Just flick the lights on. And, yeah, yeah. and it's very, very difficult. So <laughs> when you do that... When you don't take action first and you analyze, you put everything on a spreadsheet, you don't really know how hard things really are. So he created three competitors. So he had three people that came into his place were like, I can do this better. I can do this better. They built locations. Okay. 
in that same county, and they've all had trouble. One is now like a foosball. Th- oh, not foosball, uh, laser tag or something. Like, <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult. Laser so before you get into something, yeah. the, the, what happens with service businesses and small businesses, a lot of finance people, whether it be hedge fund people, bankers, yeah. job is not very fun. No. You have to be a certain mentality. But they make money. So they're like, oh, I want to stay local. I'm going to run a a business, a small business. So they have a lot of money, and they throw a lot of money at something, but that doesn't make you successful. So they say, oh, we have a lot of money. We can do this. We'll have someone else manage it. It never works out. Mm -hmm. A lot of money doesn't work out. A simple thing like uh, I think uh, Wine.com right, started years ago. I think it had had so much money behind it, so much backing. And Wine Library right over here with Gary Vanderchuk beat them, small mm-hmm. place, became one of the largest wine sellers because every dollar they used had to act like $10. It was very important. When you have yeah. too much money, you have too much leeway, you're not really, really smart about what you're going to do. So you can't analyze too much. And I, and I think the other thing, say you've started a business. It's become successful. You're two years into it. And then usually what happens is you start to become philosophical. You start to go, okay, I think the best way to do this, oh, well, we're going to, what did I write down here? I wrote down, uh, uh, duh, duh, duh. basically, you can't, then you have all these ideas. I want to change the world. We want to do this. We want to put one of these in every place. What's the hot thing? I want to do that. Like we have two years of being successful. Don't get philosophical. You have to worry about what you can control mm-hmm. instead of worrying about anything you can't control. You just work on, and I wrote it down, uh, don't care about what you want, care about what you control. So you have all these goals then when you start to have a business, you go, what do I want? I want uh, you know, anything. I want to give a free racket to every right. kid in the world. Right. Like all these things, you can't control any of that. Right. You have to worry about what we control. People come in here, you service them, you make them happy. Another one comes in, you service them, you make them happy. You only have to worry about those things. So you're saying if you, if you have too much and you can't control it, then the quality goes down, the quality of the service that you're providing goes down? You start to lose your focus, really. Because yeah. if I start to get philosophical, and I'm running a business and go, well, I want a strand in every location. Right. In the United States, I mean, every state in the United States, because I just want to be bigger. We want to be everywhere. Yeah. You can't control that. They can't control, but I can't, I, 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 that's something that I can't even put my hands around it right now. Yeah. I have to go, okay, we're busy here. Oh, where another radius can we go 40 miles away? Okay, right here. You can't get out of, it's like anything that becomes hot. It's like people... You know, how many people are... Um, pliables. Yeah, that pliables. Ex- same things. Like we said, pli- or how about places. marijuana now, right? It's like oh. how many people are oh, want to yeah. open dispensaries now? Oh, yeah. Because it's the hot thing. It's what I want to get a, a part of. It's not anything that you are in control of. You didn't start this way. This is, wasn't organic to you. Yeah. You didn't do this. And now you're just going to be like, okay, we're going to... Put a dispensary in every city in New Jersey. Like, yeah, no, there's no. too many. You know, even if, yeah, even if you're successful, again, it's like Dunkins. There's like too. Sometimes there's too many Dunkins. 
Like well, those are even, franchises, yeah, right? Exactly, but there's two. You know, there's. Two I think uh, I think Duncan is their job is to sell the franchise location. Yeah. They don't yeah. care. They don't care. They don't care. Just sell the location. Yep. Obviously, they need a good track record. They need to say. I don't think a McDonald's has ever gone out of business. I think they're the gold standard of franchise. I think there's not one McDonald's that has gone out of business, ever. Well, I know like some franchises, they pick the location for you. So if you want to be a franchisee, you have to put a certain amount, obviously, down. But then they pick the location for you because they, they do their own research. I think they help you with the process, yeah, right? Most yeah, of yeah. them do. Yeah, but and maybe, the, maybe but, but here I'm, what I'm saying is maybe Dunkin's and like Subway's, you can kind of pick your own. Because they're, they're so, like, in, sometimes I see Dunkins and Subways in, like, the most random locations. I'm like, how is this even going to do well? Yeah. Um, so that means there's no one really double-checking, you know. I, I don't know. I know that you can also buy a region. So if mm-hmm. you're starting out, you like a franchise, you can buy a certain geographic region, and then you can sublet out those franchises, too. You can own a region. Oh, wow. I think you can. Like, Stretch Lab, which came in here, yeah. is opening up a location in Summit. And I think that gentleman owns a region. He owns, I think, the Morristown one he's going to own and all that. So you can own a certain geographic region and have all those under you as well. Or have, I don't know if you can, maybe you can sublet them out. I'm not really sure sublet the, out those regions. I would. I don't know. I don't know if the contracts, I don't know about franchises. But So that was the big thing uh, about uh, what I was talking about today. Is you cannot give philosophicals a small business and... You have to move fast as a small business because it's not like it's not like we're smarter than anybody else. It's the nature of I guess the self awareness is the only thing. If you don't move fast, you're going to be in trouble because you have to again, like I said, if you have a marketing idea and it's not good, you got to get rid of it quick. If you're a part of a large business, you can let things run, and if you lose some money, it's a line item they don't care. You have to move fast as a small business because. If you get married to something too quick and it's not going well, you're going to be out of business pretty quick. So you have to be really smart about moving fast and making quick decisions. And I guess that's why I'm just so into action. And uh, it's, it's amazing how I've been talking about it way too much. But um, I just posted action. <laughs> take action, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. Keeps, it keeps being a common but theme but yeah but this is in a different like context yeah. in a way but um that one that was more like uh don't contemplate your life too much oh, yeah. do something um, get out there do something and change it that way but this is in terms of business yeah it makes yeah. sense yeah so uh how is your summer schedule going it's great i love it do you like it yeah well yeah I don't, you, you I can like tell it. me the truth no, off, off camera no, no, off uh no, 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 podcast like no yeah. because i mean i'm lucky to have Two days off. It's awesome. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> so when are we gonna film? You think? I don't. Whenever. No, no filming oh. for. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, for, I'm gonna do it. I have gaps. Clips, so I'm gonna yeah, do it yeah. on like either probably Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> We're having Wednesday. like a team yeah, meeting have, now. Yeah, don't worry. No, I'm yeah, just curious. Curious. We we t- we obviously record we plays do, we do and do TikToks. Watch our TikToks and do t- uh, tennis tips uh, yep. on video and just cut them up and things like that, which is uh, which is good. It's helpful for everybody. Just a simple tip. You can look at it yep. and say, hey, oh, I got, I, well, I got to keep the ball down the middle when I play doubles more. Doubles is a through game. We can talk about all that stuff. When you play doubles, you have to go at the po- opponent or through the opponent, yep. not try to go around them because there's too many people on the court. Yep. Um, that was it. It was pretty quick. I just wanted to get that philosophy out of my head. Um, 
we're going to have uh, the owner of the Gravity Vault on in July. We're going to have a nice cool. conversation about business. It's going to be very, very successful. And the number one, again, like we said, between uh, David and Goliath, you know, your strength is your weakness. The number one strength is humans, and the number one weakest weakness is humans. It's always about human resources. Mm. For a small business, it's all about people. If you don't have the right people, if you can't manage people, you can't run a business, a small one especially, because yeah. how much technology can we implement? We're trying to implement a little technology yeah. now. We had four Some people automation. take our heads off. But that's the hard part. You know, We're not going to be augmented reality or... AI or any of that stuff, it's, uh, it's more about humans mm-hmm. and finding the right humans and people, uh, you know, people are the key. Um, so, uh, tennis-wise, have you, uh, have you been teaching any tennis? You've been I, doing more for the pickleball. One, I taught one lesson yesterday. Yeah. You've been, you're the pickleball it's man pickle, now. Yeah. You're the pickleball king. Yeah. So, do you like pickleball better than tennis now? No. <laughs> no, no why I would I, tennis was like my first love. I I only started playing tennis uh, because a girl a girl broke up with me, so I needed something to keep my mind. So this ah, is eighth grade, and I, I felt heartbroken. So then why I why was it tennis? Like uh, I don't know. I just played against the walls. So it was like kind of freeish. It was like you know, like it, you don't sure. need anyone if you have a wall tennis wall to play with. You don't need anyone there. Um, you were in eighth grade. This was eighth grade, going into. Uh, How long year. were you dating a girl in eighth grade? This was three months. Three months. And then months. I felt heartbroken, so I was like, I need to do something. You should call that girl and say, listen, I've created a whole <laughs> career out of tennis and pickleball. Thank yeah. you. Do you remember yeah. this girl's name? Yeah, her name is Tiffany. I'll Tiffany. send this video to her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're still friends. She just had a baby. Oh, she and did? Yeah. You yeah. should tell her my whole She's career cool. is because of you. Yeah, because <laughs> I was heartbroken oh in eighth grade. <laughs> three months. And did yeah. she marry anybody you know? No. Okay, no, good, good, but good. Yeah. That would have been tough. Yeah, that'd be weird. And she went but this to was this, eighth grade. It and she went matter. to the same high school? Yeah, we went to the same high school. But we didn't like have sex or anything. No, this I is know, eighth I'm grade. Not asking we about just like she was like, a family like, show. First, this is the first time we like you know, first person I really held hands with, made out with, you know, that type yeah, of like kitty stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. A big deal. Exactly. And I felt like oh hey, everything's sad. emotional. Yeah, it's yeah, so it's everything's tied to eighth grade prom together. So we had an eighth grade prom. Eighth grade prom. There's an eighth grade prom, yeah. What middle what middle school did you go to? Uh, in Piscataway, there's like three middle schools. We have a lot of kids. And they have an eighth grade have prom. An eighth grade prom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's chiming. My kids. Yeah. Ruthie just chimed in. My kids had an eighth grade prom as yeah. she's typing and billing. You yeah. just keep billing, it's Ruthie. Fun. Yeah. Um, so. The student out here who goes to JP Stevens says the same thing. They had to expand the school, like the high school. It's there's so many people moving yeah. into that, in that area. area. Like Middlesex County is. Huge. It's huge. I huge. grew up in Middlesex County. Yeah, I grew up in so uh, like Milton. Our our graduating class had at least like eight hundred kids. He said he can't even. There's more than that. Probably not more than that. No. Yeah, yeah, it's it crazy. The, it's going insane. Edison is like insane because it's central. It's central to everything. You go to New York. You can go to Philly. Yeah. You can go wherever you need to go. And it's and it's a little bit more inexpensive. Yeah, and not as yeah. expensive. Up It'll here, get there. Be, yeah, you know, but it's not as expensive as being up in you know. Chatham, Alpine, Upper Saddle River, all those areas are just are are crazy priced out. So makes sense. But what are you doing for the weekend again? You got your going to Rhode Island. Nice. uh, Stepdad's house. Nice. And the surf? Are you going to surf in Rhode Island? No, we're going fishing. I'm going to try to surf, but 
the waves aren't good for the two days that I'm there. Oh, you know they're not? You yeah, can you tell? check like a forecast. There's okay. like a thing. But you're going to bring it anyways, just in of case. Of course. You know, why not? Just in case. <laughs> That's fun. That's yeah. good. I'm, I'm glad. Sure. Listen, I want I'll people to like pictures. their jobs. Yeah. Right, Ruthie? <laughs> I want <laughs> She's over there <laughs> billing. She's like, I was watching the movie uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Remember Good Morning Vietnam? Yeah, Ruth really remembers like it. You remember with Robin I Williams? Saw parts of it. Yeah. yeah. And the, the guys that are the guys that read the uh, news, the two twins that read the news and edit it and take it out, and they have that look. They're just like, hmm. I reminds me of Ruthie, yeah. just like, hmm. <laughs> Pay your bill. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But nice. I don't know. I'm, I'm trailing off. But no, that's great that you can take two days. Mm-hmm. You can feel like a human. Mm-hmm. Have a vacation. Like Not a, a vacation. Hu- you feel, feel like, like a, human? a human? No, for sure. No, you should. Listen, you should feel like a human and have yeah. two days. Yeah. Because you do a great job. Thanks. And this is not a review. Maybe we'll do a one-on-one right here, Santi. On the podcast. now. we won't do that. But I just want to talk about a little philosophy. When you get two years into a business or three years, only do what you can control. Don't get out of that. That's the biggest thing. Don't get out of what you can control. Don't start going, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to change the world. I'm going to say that. We're going to give one free can of soda to every kid that comes, you know, all that stuff. We're not just do what you can control. Do what's in front of you because you're still only two or three years into this thing. That's it. Wait, wait. Let me add one more yeah, thing. Yeah. I remember maybe it's a quote for somewhere. Uh, most businesses, they have to last at least, I think, five years before they can stay like in terms of like most businesses fail within five years. Correct. Is that something I heard something like that? That's correct. That's always been no. Most businesses will fail. I don't know the percentage. It's gotta be, it's way up there. Most businesses fail within five years. But to me, the other stat that was most businesses won't make money for the first year. Yeah. I was like, that was interesting. I was like, you gotta be making money the first month. Because you're dead. Like, yeah, how yeah. much money do you have? Like, well, they're I- saying, like, in terms of paying stuff back. Like, when I opened my restaurant, we only spent, like, 150 okay? Yeah, okay. Cause to we build did, it we out. Did, we did all the labor ourselves, like, my, my dad okay. and I. Um, but, like, in terms of making it back, we made it back. Like, no, I'm it. talking about you, cash flow to pay payroll oh, and stuff. Oh, people oh, take oh, out, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. People take out lines of credit. Oh, just to pay just their... to pay payroll. Like, that, hire. to yeah. me, is a... Frightening expectation. So I yeah. start a business. Yeah. I don't have any money coming in. Yeah. yeah. But I have employees. Oh yeah. Like to you me, you got to be cash flow positive within six weeks. Right. Right. And if you're not, what's the point? The, the, the reason why, to me, I guess I'm more. If you equate it as an operator to an entrepreneur, I'm probably. You know, I got to be honest, 70-30, I'm a much more, I'm a much bigger, or maybe 60-40, operator than an entrepreneur, because again, I, entrepreneurs have f- five different businesses, they start, you know, they usually yeah. do, they start all these different businesses, they found, they sell, and all this stuff. Me, I had this business on my own that I needed to put it somewhere. Right. I needed a home for it. Right. So it wasn't like, I couldn't like, maybe now I could, I couldn't be like a guy that has money and go, well... I want to start a highlight business. Let me find a building. It would be like, there's no, I have no fucking clients. I have nothing yeah. going on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it would have to be something to me that's organically yeah. making business. And that's, uh, um, oh my God, what was his name from Southwest? Uh, Herb, Herb Heller, Herb, who just died a couple of years ago. He said, I'm tired about all these people saying market share. How about profitability? He said Southwest just wanted to be profitable, and the best yeah. was quick turnaround times. Yeah. They were really fast. They wouldn't take in time in between 
you know, flights. It was really quick. They were ready to go. Right. Profitability is the most important thing. All these things that are market capped and valued as this, and they're burning through cash each month. Mm-hmm. So you have, to me, as a small business especially, you have to be profitable right away. And you can't be... Yeah, it's very foreign to me to think of a widget idea or, or think of something that needs like a physical space and go, all right, I think this market needs it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's really strange for me. It, it, it would have to be I'm the kind of the boots on the ground. I'm right. doing the testing. Right. I get all these clients and I go, wait a minute. I need to put them somewhere because I have all these clients. I can't find a home. Yeah. People don't like that I have all these clients and, I, you know, I'm doing what I want inside other places. Then I bring them to. Then I bring them to a space that I have. It's already kind of the proof of concept is already there. Yeah. So that's much more manageable to me, and I think I still I think that I, that's still entrepreneurship, but it's not to me like starting something from zero, right? Putting a building together and going, uh, you know, let's call and start to do well, it. I think it's it. good that you had the clientele before you found a space. Ideally, because if you found a space and you're like, I'm going to start a tennis yeah. business, then you'd have to find people to come in and try it because then you would be burning your own cash, yeah. right? I, I think that was different. Yeah. Before 2008, yeah. the subprime, you know, the whole mortgage crisis, all that. Oh, yeah. Before that, companies were hiring and spending based on expectation. Right. Now they only spend based on need. Right. So it would be like me going, oh, well, I'm going to get a building and I hope I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the people... And I was like, I need this. So yeah. then I just went from only hiring people when I needed it. You can start to feel it. Go, we need another person here. We need another yeah. person here. We don't hire four people and go, we're going to increase our revenue yeah, yeah. because we hire those four people. I just don't believe that works. Right. You hire based on need. And that's what a, an important, smart business person does. You do not hire based on expectation. Right. So like, like we're going to hire three new pickleball pros. And I hope we have the business for them. People do that shit yeah, all the no, time. That makes sense. They yeah. expand. They go to another location. They go. I hope this works. It's, no, like it's interesting because like some places when they open like a new coffee shop or a new like dessert place, yeah. they'll hire like a bunch of high school kids and they're all just standing around. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, we hired. And there's five people working when literally there's like one customer coming in every because they don't know what kind of place it is yet. You know what I mean? We call so, that too much fat. Yeah, and then they're burning a little bit of cash doing that. Because so. I. Like, I walked out there. I guess this is not a big deal to talk about. I walked out there the other day, and I was looking around. I was like, ooh. Go ahead, Ruthie. Come on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you can yeah. walk past. I don't want to. She doesn't want, Am I going to be on this thing? There's only 11 people watching, Ruthie. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you, 11 people. Thank you, 11 people. I appreciate it. Um, I walked out there one day last week or this week, and I was like, you know, this place, we have two businesses in here that are too big. They're like two brothers living in the same room and they're now they're 16. They need their own room. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can sense it. You're like, they need their own room. It's not like, I have a vision mm-hmm. for a 30,000 square foot facility over here. You need to see it. Like, I, you can... The best options, the best moves you make is when you see it right when it happens and you strike quickly. You don't go, okay, I, number one, you don't go, I hope this happens. But most people that are successful don't like think of a wild idea and hope the customer realizes. They start to notice something that's going on. The mm-hmm. customer's doing something, and then they hit it hard, and they realize that this is going to be something. 
that is going to oh, grow, yeah. grow, and grow. Yeah. You have to see it early. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're trying to push it. You're seeing it early and go, wait a minute, this is where we need to go. And that's very important to realize. You cannot do something based on expectation or, or, or hope that something will happen. You need to see it. And I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. We've got two businesses in here that are struggling to stretch their arms out because they have no room. So then you go, okay, now I make that decision. But you can't wait on that. You make it quick. Right. And you make the decision quick because it's like competition. Somebody else is going to do it. Yeah. Cool. So you strike quick. Um, but that got into it. Wait, you got another question? Oh, wait a minute. But we're done. That's okay. okay. Thank you for cutting me off, Santi. No, I had I the great secret to life. No, I didn't. But everybody have a good weekend. Fourth of July is coming up. Enjoy. Do something fun. Take action. Work out. It's very important. Do the cold plunge, Santi. Three minutes. Oh, yeah, go in the water up in no. uh, Rhode Island. Oh, I will. Be cold. Three minutes. Go in. Fuck. Plunge, plunge Santi. Plunge. <laughs> plunge. All right. Everybody. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves. Share it.